I tell them, I was like, dude, I'm not a babysitter, you know? Like, you know what you're supposed to do. You know how to prepare yourself. You know how to, you know, get ready for the game. That's all I care. Like, respect the jersey, respect your, you know, respect your family, and let's go, let's go and be brothers and, you know, go, you know, go to war together, pretty much. I mean, that's, that's what it is for me. I prepare myself. I know how talented I am. I'm confident, and I got everybody's back in my team, and we're going to pull one way, and, you know, with all this talent, when you pull everybody in the same direction, it's going to be very tough to beat us. Are you ready to run through a wall for Elvis Andrews? You're going to hear a lot of that and a whole lot more from Elvis on this edition of the White Sox Talk podcast, brought to you by Wintrust. Hey, everybody, it's Chuck Arfine at White Sox Spring Training. And leave it to the player who was signed the day before position players reported to spring training to say everything that needs to be said about the White Sox struggles last year and why they should be a team to be reckoned with this season. After signing with the White Sox in August, what did he see that was missing? How did the White Sox get their edge back? Elvis has answers. What about the young stars who haven't lived up to their expectations? What about his leadership skills? Is he the kind of leader who will tell a player what he may not want to hear? Elvis has answers. What about the bulletin board material he gave the Guardians in September when he said that they would crumble? Or his decision to sign with the White Sox and play second base for the first time in his career? Elvis has answers to that as well. If you have doubts about the 2023 White Sox, Elvis Andrews is here to deliver the truth about who they can be and who they should be. Saying everything you want to hear about the White Sox. It's coming your way. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You've got the jersey, the ball cap, the foam finger. Everyone can see you're a Chicago White Sox fan from a mile away. Ready to take your look to the next level? Upgrade your wallet with an exclusive Sox debit card, which you can get when you open a Wintrust Sox checking account. With no monthly fees, free ATMs nationwide, and a $300 bonus when you open your account with qualifying activities. Start showing your Sox pride with every purchase. Sign up at Wintrust.com slash Sox. Only $100 required to open. No monthly minimum balance and no monthly maintenance fees. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. White Sox! White Sox! Go! Go! White Sox! That ball hit deep, way back! Deep to the Holy cow! Carlton Press has put the White Sox ahead! Jimenez leaves the ballpark! You can put it on the board! Yes! We got a chance to do something real special. All right, sit back, relax, and strap it down. It's time for the White Sox Talk Podcast. All right, here with second baseman Elvis Andrews. How does that sound? That was kind of weird. I think you you have to think about it before you said it too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, I I like it. Do you like it? I like it too. I mean, I better like it. That's my position, man. Uh, well, yeah, it's a little weird, but uh, I'll get used to it. Yeah. 
so you were out there. You made a diving catch, right? So I'm thinking this is going really good for you. You come off a field and you admitted, well, this is kind of weird. What was weird about it other than the fact that you've never played the position in a real game? Well, just with that, I think that even, you know, like uh, in between innings, I didn't know where to position myself <laughs> to get a ground ball from second. Uh, I have to actually, you know, dig in my brain. And I was I know, usually second base go to the end of the, you know, behind second base, uh, the, the farthest uh, side. But uh, no, I think it was uh, kind of weird a little bit at the beginning. But, uh, you know, I, I know that I, the more that I play, you know, you'll get used to. So, uh, I mean, it feels good so far. What's the biggest adjustment? Adjustment Is it double plays? Is it just knowing how to field the position? What is it? I mean, pretty much all around. I think that, you know, like I know every play, but I always see it from the shortstop eyes. So I got to kind of, I will always use my instincts as an infielder, as a shortstop. But, you know, I got to start thinking more as a second base instead of a shortstop, you know. As a shortstop, you're always in control of the whole infield. So now... Uh, I'm in second, so I don't have to take that much responsibility anymore and just play my position. But it's just not just to, I feel just to repetitions, just get used to. Uh, of course, double play because it's you know the opposite side of what I've been doing my whole career. But I feel that you know I've been I've been putting the work. Uh, Eddie, he's been working hard with me, helping me. You know, as all the guys, uh, Larry, Hanser, all the guys that play second, Moncada, helped me too. So you know, trying to. Just, you know, keep taking repetition and just trying to get feedback from the guys and just, you know, just play with my instincts. This could be good for your career, maybe prolong your career, because is second baseman easier on you physically than shortstop? Oh, 100%. I, mean, I knew at some point I was going to have to move. <laughs> to, to first base? Uh, well, not that much. I know that's low yet. Uh, but, no, I knew. I knew it's, it's not easy. I mean, I was I was – Trying to play at least another play, you know, another year short. That was a that was a goal, but I knew that at some point for sure. I mean, the game, the game get faster, and it's not like I'm getting it slower, but it's just like you mentioned, it's it's a toll. You know, it's it's a position that, you know, gets a lot out of our bodies, and 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 I understand that part. So that's why, you know, when when I saw the the opportunity, you know, for me to move to second, like I didn't hesitate for sure. Uh and, you know, if it's second, I mean, as long as, you know, for me, as long as I'm in the lineup, I don't care, man. At this point, I don't care if it's second, third, short, left. I'll play anything. I just want to, you know, play every single day, help the team to win and, you know, make it to the postseason and win it all for sure. You're here. You're happy. I can tell. Where were you like four weeks ago when you were a free agent and you had no place to play? Well, I'm not going to lie if I say I wasn't a little uh, anxious, but uh, having three kids at home, it kind of helped me. Uh, not to think too much, because uh, I knew, I mean, I did my job last year to deserve a contract in the big leagues, you know, so at least I know I was going to be in the big leagues, so that takes a lot of the anxiety away. But uh, no, I mean, I feel that I was just preparing. I literally, I was preparing for, you know, if I knew if I want to keep going deep in the free agency and, you know, I have to get myself ready in case at any moment I can sign and jump in the play and come and, you know, be ready for the season, so... That's, that's the way I approached this year my offseason. It was weird. It's the first time ever I'm going to an offseason like that. But I, I love challenge. I really love challenge, man. I, I feel that, you know, when, when you have a, a challenging year, it's, it's a fun one. You know, you, you get sometimes being uncomfortable is good for your career. So I feel like that this year. And, you know, I'm going to do everything in my power to, to be the best at second base now, help my teammates uh, 
you know, if they need me a short, you know, I'll play short too. So, you know, for whatever, man, I'm here to, to win. That's all I care. How important was the contract? How important was just playing time, your role? Oh, it was huge. I think that was probably 80% of my decision. I think playing time and, and, and being a competitive team, that was for me at this point, you know, like I was, I was willing, like, I, you know, to sacrifice money for me, you know, like playing and competing. I mean, what I experienced here the last month or last, last year, you know, it brings me so many good memories of, you know, those teams early, uh, you know, with the Rangers. And, and, and it's always fun, you know, coming to the ballpark and, and knowing that you got a chance to win. And, and, you know, a high chance to win, you know, is, is, is the best. I feel that when you're losing and you come into the ballpark, kind of knowing the 80% you're going to lose, it takes the fun, you know. I, I play to, to win. Like, the money, I think, is a consequence of your work. So, you know, winning and being in a good environment is, is actually way bigger than, than anything. You have a really unique perspective in that. You know that last year's team was supposed to compete for a division title, maybe a World Series, and they failed to meet expectations. You parachute in, right? And you come in and you're playing great, but the team just at that point just couldn't get going. What were you seeing from the team and why couldn't they just get it going and play like everyone expected them to? Yeah, I think, I mean, it's tough for me to kind of answer on detail because I wasn't here long enough. Uh, one thing that I saw for sure, you know, I feel that the team wasn't, you know, as united as it should be, especially in September. I feel that you need to be at that point, you know, it's everybody pulling the same way, the same, you know, direction. And that's kind of the only thing I saw. But besides that, I think it's just baseball, man. Like, you know, the Indians... I mean, uh, Guardians. Guardians, sorry. Uh, they got hot at the right moment, and they have young guys, but they were, you know, they were on a challenge, and they, they took it the right way, and they pretty much beat us and, and the whole division in that week. So you got to tip your hat, you know, when teams are getting hot and playing well, and we didn't, we didn't deserve, you know, to be in the playoffs. So that's the way baseball goes, you know. It's, it's hard to explain it, but they just play better baseball that week than, than us. So how are things different this spring what are you seeing now that wasn't there in September? Well, I feel that there's a lot of guys, without saying everybody, have chip in the shoulder. I think there's a lot of guys there. They know they have to prove this year, and there's a lot of guys are going to free agency. There's a lot of guys that won awards. So I feel that, you know, this year is such a unique year because when you have all those components, you know, all those different situation and careers for players uh, you know you're going to get the best of a lot of guys in this team and and it's a beautiful mix i think it's very complex to have you know that many different situations positive situation i believe so so it's great i love it everybody you can see is very tuned as everybody everybody's very focused and then nobody likes what happened last year in september you know we let go pretty much that division so i feel you know one of the biggest things is culture and culture, you know, with culture comes pride. So I feel that, you know, back in the days, a few years ago, you faced White Sox and they were a lot of pride. You know, it's a, it's a really tough environment to go to Chicago and win a game. It's a tough one. So I think we need to get back on that. I think the guys know that they need to get back on that. So, you know, I'm here, I love to win. I don't care who I'm playing for. I'll, you know, I'll kill for, for my team. And, and they know that last year when I make a few comments you know, I got about the Guardians, and it's not to disrespect nobody, but it was more to fire people up, like, as part of myself. And 
I love competing, man. That's that's the part of the game that I love. That was, I don't want to say misinterpreted, but that was blown. Yeah, it was big time misinterpreter. <laughs> but it's okay. I mean, even I got that from players in, in, in their team that I used to be, you know, talk all the time. They don't even talk to me. But I was like, that's fine. I was, I was actually, I like it because, it, you know, it gets a fire out. So, but yeah, I think it was very misinterpreted, but. I don't care, you know. I'm 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 with the White Sox, and I don't care what other teams think right now. Like, that's who I am. I'm very loyal to my team, and I don't care, you know, talk trash to other teams because I believe, you know, what we got here. Yeah. What did you see from the Guardians, and what are those games going to be like this year? Because they felt, you know, when I watched them, I saw something special from them I didn't see from the Sox. Are you seeing? the specialness from the Sox, and it's going to be a different kind of edge, a different kind of competition when you two teams play each other. Yeah, I feel they were very united, you know, kind of like a little bit the opposite of how we look as a team the last month. And they're a talented team. They're young, but they're, you know, they have a lot to prove. You know, There's a lot of guys that want to get their names, you know, out there in the world. So it's, it's always, that's a dangerous uh, weapon to have also, but you know, this year is going to be good. I mean, they have a great pitching. They always, you know, Cleveland always have great pitching. Their coaches are very smart. They always get a good plan against everybody. So, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a good, you know, a good fight. I think that this year is weird because we don't face them. We don't face our own division that many times. So I think it's going to be very important, uh, you know, getting a lead, you know, in the first place because – you're not going to face that team too many times. So every time you face them, it's, I feel it's going to be like double than what it used to be each game. So it's going to be good, man. I love I love that. I think they hesitate. We hesitate those those matchups. So it's going to be good. But I think we don't we cannot just worry about them. Minnesota has a great team. And Kansas City, they always play great against us. So. Yes, they do. And you were only, you're only only here for a month. But yes. I hear every time I hear it, I was like, oh, this guy always play great. So I was like, well, through my career, I mean, besides 2015, I, we always got a lot of success against Kansas City. Please bring that to the yeah, table. Not to disrespect their team, like I said. They, they, they'll, you know, every every team in the big league deserve respect, and yeah. we'll, every player, you're in the big league for a reason. But, yeah, I mean, when I get here, they were like, oh, man, this Kansas City thing. And I was like, come on, man, it's supposed to be supposed to be fun, you know. Go well, you stole some of their coaches. I know, so hopefully <laughs> we can get – a lot of insight from them, but no, it's going to be good, man. It's going to be a great season. I love the schedule you get to play in pretty much with, with everybody, uh, which is also, you know, good for like a World Series matchup or something, but it's going to be good, man. We're, we're ready. We're getting ourselves ready. We're confident. Uh, we have a great uh, group of coach, and I, we're just ready to go, man. We, we're just, you know, trying to go. No injuries through the holes. Spin training is the most important thing. Stay healthy, but... Besides that, we're going to be ready to go. A few more questions. So there's been a big topic of leadership. The White Sox need leadership amongst the position players. Uh, maybe there was a, a, that was lacking. What do you bring to the table from a leadership standpoint? I feel my experience, man. Uh, there's a lot of leaders. I don't think, you know, I hate when they say, oh, there's only one leader. I mean, yeah, you can have a big figure like we had last year with Abreu, uh, but a team needs more than one leader. It's very hard. You know, it's like in the military. There's no generals. You know, there's colonels and, you know, lieutenant and all that. So, I mean, that's the same. I mean, 
you can be a rookie and, and have a big impact in the team. So for me, I'm more, you know, I'm very vocal. I'm always, you know, trash talking, trying to get everybody pumped up and bring the energy. And at the same time, at this part of my career, I just want to, you know, show by example. You know, I just going to go play hard, play every day, and do whatever is, you know, whatever I can to win the game. That's 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 the best I can, you know, be as an example and show the younger guys. Uh, right now in baseball, you lose, you kind of lack of that. You need, we need to get that, you know, we get that part of baseball back where, like, you know, you you breathe, you feel the game, you you know, you give everything you have uh, every single day. No matter if you hurt, you still show up and play. Uh, so I mean, that's 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 what I bring. I. You'll tell people maybe what they don't want to hear? Oh, for sure. I'm very honest. If, if I see something wrong, you know, I will. I'm not the type of person that's going to yell and, like, let, you know, show him off because I hated when I was younger. But I will pull aside and, you know, have a conversation. Sometimes not even telling what to do is kind of asking the reason why they did it. And usually, you know, what I, when I done it that way, they kind of answer their own, their own, you know, they make their own answers and, and, I think that's how you learn, you know, when you actually realize, yeah, what I did wasn't wasn't good or it wasn't, you know, a cultural thing for the team or like, you know, positive for the team. So yeah, I, I won't do it again. So I think that's how you learn the most when you're younger instead of somebody is telling you what to do. Do you feel like the young guys will receive that message or have received that message here? There's not too many young. They're young at age, but they got like three or four years. So like, not young, but you know what I'm saying. No, I know what you're talking about, but no, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I thought, you know, in this team, it's, it's a very nice mix of even the younger guys. They know they need to prove, you know, they, they're worth. And then, you know, they're here for a reason. And, you know, being a prospect and all that is cool. But it gets to a point where, like, okay, I got to, you know, I got to put out some numbers out there, you know, if I want to keep playing. So I love it. That's what I feel like. I don't think it's going to be the hard. I think it's going to be if we just, you know, prepare and concentrate and compete and be the best throughout the whole season, knowing that we're going to have ups and downs. That's normal but as long as you know you give everything you got there's too much talent in here to not win there was a lot of and there is a lot of skepticism about the team because of what happened last year and a lot of fans and media wanted explosive moves in the offseason you may have seen some grades for the offseason were really low but then you come here and i see what's going on here i have a different feeling about this team do you feel like this team is kind of under the radar right now, people aren't really talking about the White Sox in 2023 like they should. Yes, and I like it. You know, I, I, I've been in those teams where like very under, you know, underdog. Maybe they're good. We, for sure, they won, and I love it. I think that you know, it always give you that part of the season where like, okay, you know, we're gonna prove you, you know, we're gonna prove everybody wrong, you know, and and we know, we know how talented. The whole league knows how talented we are. They just don't think that we're going to figure it out, how to put it together. And, and, and you know, that, that's good. You know, if they think that way, I think it just gave us a lot more space, you know, to, to run away. But I feel that, like I say, I feel that, you know, there are guys that they know that they don't want to have somebody behind yelling at them or like saying, do this, do that. Like, I tell them, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm not a babysitter. You know, like, you know what you're supposed to do. You know how to prepare yourself. You know how to, you know, get ready for the game. That's what I care. Like, respect the jersey, respect your, you know, respect your family, and let's go, let's go and be brothers, and you know, go, you know, go to war together. Pretty much. I mean, that's that's what it is for me. I don't, I don't really, you know, I could say a lot of smart things, but for me, just get to that point. Like, you know, I prepare myself. 
I know how talented I am. I'm confident, and I got everybody's back in my team, and we're going to pull one way. And, you know, with all this talent, when you pull everybody in the same direction, it's going to be very tough to beat us. And then the pitch clock, your thoughts on the changes, the rule changes so far? Uh, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be funny. I feel that right now people is taking it very lightly because, you know, it's been training, not too many things count. But in the season, I think it's going to take probably a month or a few months for us to get ready. I'm trying to anticipate that to make it easy on me pretty much. But I know that it's gonna, I'm probably going to get a few strike call out <laughs> for sure here and then. I'm going to make sure it's not the third one, but it's going to happen. So, yeah, just keep it, you know, just just be ready to that change and accept it. I think that's, that's they're, they're not going to fight it. They're just going to accept it and try to anticipate everything. And then do you like the shift for you, for you at second base? Well, I mean, I've, there being no I feel shift. the only people getting rewarded is the lefties that hit balls in the, you know, the hit a lot of line drive to the right field. That's the only one rewarded. Uh for me, they never shoot me, and sometimes they should. They, you know, second base move a little bit. So like, you know, people is like, "How do you feel about that?" I love as a position player. I love because I used to hate when I have to like go to right field. I was like, "Come on, man, that's not even feel right." So I feel good that we don't have to leave your side. Like I love that part because you have to play your position. Uh, but as a hitter, it's gonna be the same for me this year. So I mean, good thing for. Big lefty, you know, power lefty. Yeah, but you're gonna have to cover more ground, maybe at second, right? Yeah, and that's good. That's what I like. Uh, you know, you gotta do your homework and know, you know, which guy can pull and can know. So I mean, it's just baseball. You know, it's kind of getting back to that side. Okay. And then, this is your sneaky stat. No one talks about this, but I saw it. Stolen bases with the White Sox last year. Do you know what your stats were? No. Were, you were eleven for eleven. There we go. You shouldn't say it, you know. <laughs> oh, no, we shouldn't let that out? You shouldn't let that out. Should... should I not put this out there? Should I stop recording? No, you're good. Yeah, I know I, know I still, you know, a lot more bases than what I did when I was at Oakland, but it's, I think it was all part of the competition. I think the competing and, you know, you kind of forget about your legs and pain. You just literally, adrenaline takes it over, and you just want to win. And, you know, if you're first, you want to get in score position. So that's just the way I view the game, you know, trying to put myself – in a better position to help, you know, the guy next to me or behind me uh, make it easy for them, too. So I think the, the more we can do that, the easier it gets. You know, it's kind of like a pass it on uh, thing, and, and, and that's what it's all about. You know, that's what it's a team sport. So I love it. I mean, I feel good. I'm healthy this year. My leg's feeling good. So hopefully we can keep going without getting out. <laughs> all right. Great stuff there from Elvis Andrews. And I'm not one to overstate things, certainly not in the early part of a baseball season and definitely not in spring training, but I am going to make an exception right here, right now with Elvis Andrews. Now, I'm not going to come out and say he's going to have an all-star season or even play like he did in September last year when he was just lights out for 43 games. It was August and September. 43 games, he, he looked and played like an all-star. He was huge, doing all the little things, the big things. He was amazing. But what I can tell you is what he means to this ball club, even though he only played 43 games last year, even though he just showed up here like two weeks ago. He carries a very, very loud voice in that clubhouse. And he does so much that you'll never see. 
that you'll never see in a box score, you probably won't even read about. But it's stuff that goes a long, long way with the performance of this team. I'll give you an example. So I'm sorry that I'm reporting a couple of days ago. Sox playing the Mariners. It's the bottom of the first inning. And he's an energy guy. He's like, okay, sending messages left and right, especially early on and throughout a game to everyone around him. It's early in the game. It's like first or second batter of the of the game. And the Mariners pitcher, it's flexing. He's throwing these you know nasty breaking balls. And whoever was up, maybe it was T.A., it was someone, took one of those pitches. And Elvis is in the dugout. He goes, we don't swing at pitches like that. And then he throws another breaking pitch. And the White Sox hitter didn't swing at that one either. And Elvis goes, once again, we don't swing at pitches like that. Now, Elvis isn't really delivering that message so much to the pitcher. He's delivering it to his team. Everybody in the dugout heard exactly what he said and understood exactly what he meant. He's doing this all day. Like the moment he walks into the clubhouse and he's just doing what he's got to do, and then he's looking around to see what needs to be done elsewhere. And he's just constantly, just he's always on. And, you know, you could be a vocal guy, a big vocal guy, and people tune you out. He's a vocal guy. On this team, the White Sox, like, are listening, are listening and following what he's saying. So the signing of Elvis Andrews on February, what, 20th? The fact that he, in a way, fell back to the White Sox cannot be uh, overstated. I mean, it is a big, big signing for the Sox. And, uh, you know, he's just... uh, and you saw, or you heard all the things that he said. The guys just dialed in with everything about who they were last year, who they are now, and who they have to be and can be and, frankly, should be in 2023. That's a wrap for this edition of the White Sox Talk Podcast, brought to you by Wintrust, your home for White Sox. Check in with free ATMs nationwide. Go to their special White Sox webpage. It's www.wintrust.com slash Sox. Hawk Harrelson, take it away. Thanks, our Chuck. And this edition of the White Sox Talk Podcast is over. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.